Welcome to Sales Cultures Redefined, where we transform people with purpose, income, and a better life. Here's your host, CEO of Sales Managed Solutions, Lance Cooper. Here's a tool that works. It will work for you and for your children and for the salespeople you lead. All salespeople or sales managers are concerned about motivation, about the level of it in the people they hire to sell, and yes, Many research studies show that as it increases, so do sales for the company and income for the reps. But what keeps it going? Sales contests and their wonderful, amazing kickoffs, exotic trips, company minimum quotas. Dr. Valerie Good of Michigan State University discovered a gap in previous studies. Researchers had focused on extrinsic rewards such as compensation, contests, incentives, and quotas. She decided to explore the motivation related to intrinsic factors like a sense of purpose, and what she found was in opposition to what most sales organizations focused on. The best salespeople. The very best. I'm thinking about this insurance agent that sold me insurance early on in my life. We called him Hoss, and, and man, I referred him to everybody because he just came in, he just listened and treated me and my young wife so, so well. He made a ton of money and a bunch of sales for nationwide insurance. But So I'm talking about the best salespeople, the very best, the ones that are true believers in what they did for a company that made an impact on the world, and especially on a person. The intrinsic stuff like money, which obviously needs to be high enough in your industry, and trips and other fringe benefits, did not motivate the sales forces as a whole to be loyal or want to refer their friends to work there. We can talk more about this in depth when I review Lisa McLeod's book, Selling with a Noble Purpose, How to Drive Revenue and Do Work That Makes You Proud. For now, and in this podcast, I want to introduce you to a simple tool, one that has profound benefits for increased sales team results. Years ago, I was hired to teach a small group of salespeople how to manage goal achievement. They worked in Knoxville, Tennessee for what would later become a Verizon Center. And here's what I did. After spending a day teaching them about paradigms, self-limiting or expansive thinking, how to set a goal, how to create a plan, beginning the plan's actions, and measuring and monitoring progress, and how to stop and make adjustments and not forgetting to celebrate along the way, I walked into the room in our first follow-up session and threw a bunch of magazines on the table along with scissors, tape, magic markers, and poster boards. Here's what I told them. Over the next few minutes, I want each of you to design vision boards that give you a picture of where you or you and your family will be in five years. It will show you what goals you achieved, what hopes were fulfilled, how your financial condition changed or where you live and any other life enhancements that have occurred and the emotions you experience. While you're designing your vision board, keep this in mind. When you finish, you will present your board to all of us and you will tell us the story they tell and the emotions you will feel. Now begin. 
and a frenzy erupted. The magazines began flying as the reps bent over them, picking the ones they wanted. The scissors were cutting, each person working hard on their board, pasting, writing, and adding color. Let me stop for a minute. The reason I did this is I was taught that this kind of cognitive thought process and visioning of what was important to you would help you move forward. And one time in my life, I put a board together because I was so in debt. I'd done so poorly with finances that I put a board together of all my debts. And at the top of it, it said financial freedom. And I began to cross out each of the numbers over time. And it took quite a bit of time. Now, today I'm, I'm debt-free, but boy, I felt the burden of debt, and I needed a vision for the future. And that was what was happening with this group of sales reps. Now, here's one result I remember. A young single mom, let's call her Jessica, got up and explained it was just her and her daughter now trying to make it day-to-day, and how she wanted to make enough money to put her daughter through private school and give her the opportunities she had never had. Jessica's performance was in the average middle of the performance curve for her entire sales team. But over the next few months, her performance increased 55%. And she began to challenge the top rep, who, because of his own competitiveness, (laughs) increased his own sales 30%. As a matter of fact, this middle market Knoxville team led the entire company for years operating at about 167% of quota. You know why? Because quota was not the main focus for them. Their life was more important and needed to be funded and fought for. And they became clear and emotional about what and why. I hope you can see how this story simply proves out the science of very personal and intrinsic motivation. If a team of people believe in a company's vision of purpose and it's not some carelessly stamped vision statement, or if individuals can plan out a better life that has purpose and meaning behind their sales, the ones they make and the income they earn today, then a longer and and more consistent motivation occurs with powerful strength beyond the fun trinkets, trips, and money that usually only the top salespeople earn and enjoy and and companies offer. And one more story. A few years ago in Florida, I asked 21 sales leaders what their goals were, and only two could tell us that they had any. Most of them defaulted to the company's quotas and operational targets, or they began to look away when I questioned them to think about it for the first time. Only two had personal, motivating sales and income targets for which they could look right at me and explain with sincerity and conviction their goals and how they felt about them. And it didn't take them very long to do that. Business result? Well, this caused the entire leadership to allow an operational focus to limit their goal achievement. These were the sales leaders and managers leading sales teams without having their own personal goals. It's actually so, so sad. Without purpose, uh, personal purpose or meaning, it's limiting of creativity and innovation that can come from these people. And new strategies and breakthroughs, it's kind of like cattle corralled within an electrified fence just staying in the same run-down, rutted, non-grassed area day by day. 
But this is not you. You will help your reps set income targets and sales goals that will change their life because you will ask questions, listen to them, and help them discover and see and understand how the money they make can be used to help them and the significant people they love. In other words, how their future will be made better. You do the same for how you will operate as a team with customers. In other words, decide how your team will change the world and make it better for others by how you sell and what you sell. You can decide this whether you're selling windows or cell phones or insurance. You know, finally, to encourage your reps to put the boards up at home and talk about them with their spouses and children. Put them where they can see them and where they remind them of why they work and their purpose. And here's my promise, and it's backed up by science and by common sense. And by the way, part of science doesn't really like vision boards and this law of attraction thing, because when you put the board up, there really is sacrifice and hard work to make progress and to move toward and finally to accomplish those things. So remember that. It certainly has to be emotions behind that board, but life isn't just going to suddenly put itself together like dominoes and give you what's on the board. Because this sales and intrinsic motivation will create a stronger long-term commitment and perseverance when built with care and with a heart that wants to make life better and better in a specific and visual and concrete way. It's better for you. It's better for your reps. It's better for your family. Finally, Dr. Davis in her Psychology Today article, What is a Vision Board and Why Make One? writes, and I quote, Initial research suggests that a vision board can help us more easily reach our goals. This may be due to how vision boards help us gain self-awareness and self-reflect on what is important to us. Well, of course. I mean, you actually have to put it together and think through it. Yeah, that's, that's what it does. It gives you self-reflection and a concreteness you didn't have before about a future that you want to create that you didn't even know you wanted to create. You see, today, we don't spend much time in self-reflecting on exactly what we want life to be like five or more years from now, and we get caught up in today's demands and making our present moments feel-good moments, and we miss beginning to make time available for the actions now that will create a better future. Long-term goals, new beliefs, new values, new attitudes, and new habits. Whether you design this in concrete images is not the point. The point is that creating a visual board gives us one more strategy to make us think about and decide what's important and why it's important to behave in a certain way now to achieve a goal in the future for the benefits we will enjoy later. Now go and get it done and let this exercise energize you and the people you lead. You have just listened to Sales Cultures Redefined. Subscribe to our podcast on iTunes or Google Play, and we'll see you at the next episode.